Awesome. Mike Staley Podcast. FF episode 1568. Mike Matthews here. Cafe Anyway located somewhere in Podcastro Valley, Mont, the last place on earth. We did a we did a super secret Sunday show yesterday full of craziness and mirth and observations and Mona Mona Charon who I then got to hear all over the wonderful daily the daily Mike's daily podcast the daily podcast by the New York Times and she explained what happened at CPAC when she got booed Mike's daily podcast and she warned people listen this is a Revolution and sometimes in the world with your thoughts you have an evolution But when you disagree with the party that you sometimes see as your affiliation When you believe in keeping this nation out of craziness Mike's Daily Podcast You want to make the country a better place Maybe the world a better place That's okay Mike's and you shouldn't daily have to hold it inside. Podcast. So if you don't know yeah. what I am talking about, check out the last show at mikesdailypodcast.com. There is links all over the place. It's like you're in a sausage shop with links, sausage links everywhere, hanging from the ceiling, encased in intestine everywhere. You, hey. I wanted to say, oh, somebody just walked in. Can I get a little Jimmy Fallon thing? Thank you. Look who it is now that walked in. Here. Now. Hello, Mike Matthews. It's Shelly Stewart, the job supervisor. I I was like, like hesitating. You can't hesitate when you're doing a fake radio show like this. When you're doing a podcast like this, you have to talk immediately. Sorry, Mike Matthews. I was just enjoying the Olympics last night. Oh, good. Look who else walked in. Oh, Mike, this is Floyd the Floorman. And this is John Deere, the engineer. He said he's Floyd the Floorman. Mm-hmm. I have to sometimes clarify because his voice is a little odd. No, it's not. Floyd. Oh, okay. Hey, uh, I think... That was interesting during the CPAC convention when Trump said, what would you rather have, Second Amendment or tax cuts? Go! And here's today's podcast picture. And he, you know, wait, what? Huh? Second Amendment or tax? Wait, what? And then he went on about John McCain without saying his name, saying... This guy, he came in and he didn't do the, he did the thumbs down thing and oh, and he was totally bashing John McCain and John McCain, I know you're like, well, no, Mike, maybe he was just saying that he messed up the whole repeal of Obamacare and he was still mad about that. He still holds a grudge. Gee, what a surprise holding a grudge. Our president. But hey, he... A, He's a showboat. He's a grandstander. So just don't make... John McCain. It's what the guy has done more... And this is not my words. This is Mona Charon's words. But I strongly agree with it that he's done more for this country than Trump ever has done or will do. So shut up. But yeah, that's just... Hey, uh... Th- 
you know that Tesla thing, that car that's supposed to be super electric and super amazing? Ooh. And sounds a little like <laughs> that when you drive by because it's a, it's a little kind of thing going by jalopy. Uh, Tesla is going to lose federal tax credit sometime this year. That's right. Uh, it's, the tax credits were included in the stimulus bill of 2009, provided for a credit of between 2,500 or 7,500 on the first 200,000 dollar first. Oh no, on the first 200,000 all electric or plug-in electric hybrids sold by a given manufacturer. The law went to it. I remember that. You got money back uh, into effect in 2010. Was not repealed in the December 2000. 17 tax bill last year was not repealed Okay, so Tesla, Nissan, and General Motors are the only car makers who have sold more than 100,000 qualifying vehicles The Toyota Prius does not count It's a hybrid Okay, in 2017 the annual report filed with the US Securities and Exchange Commission on Friday Tesla noted in the section on risk factors uh, only Once Tesla sells It's 200,000 Vehicle the tax credit disappears over time Alright That's great isn't it Are you gonna buy a te- I see Teslas all over the place In the Bay Area They they got the uh, This look Sometimes I think it's a different type of car And then I see that weird T And I'm oh they're sleek. They're nice. Some of them look really cool. So, that would be a car at some point that, well, I don't, my house isn't even rigged up to charge. Oh, but Mike, that's easy to do. You just take the thing that you would usually plug into your dryer and then that goes into the car. What? No, it's more complicated than that. Uh, oh, and then Trump said at CPAC, I think I'm the only president that fulfills promises mm-hmm. that's fulfilled as many promises uh, as uh, uh, the president has made more that he fulfilled he says something to that effect and he keeps calling the media crooked and that's his go-to word is crooked crooked Hillary crooked everything well hey that's all I'm gonna say about CPAC it's just that if you listen to the daily by the New York Times I know I'm doing a big full-on plug with Michael Barber, the host of that show, but he talked to Mona after what I talked about on the last podcast where she was on a panel. And it sounds to me like Kelsey Harkness, who got the collateral damage. Well, she was sitting right next to Mona when she said her comment about how Trump should be held accountable for some of the, for the comments that he's been known to make. And that the Republican Party should know better than to put someone like Roy Moore as a candidate for the Alabama Senate when the, all the allegations that were against him. And a lot of conservatives echo that. I know Michael Medved agreed with that and was talking about that. And people were shouting at her, no, it's not true. Not true. This lady said that. And I could find the clip, but that's on the last show. At any rate, Mona Charon said, yeah, it was, uh, I, I don't like to, you know, be in conflict with people. I'm not a confrontational type person. 
but I had to bring that up because I think it's bad if you have a party, if you're in a party and you just go in lockstep when there's something you see as hypocrisy standing right in your face and you know, you need to say something about it. For the for everything else, she's very conservative. She has very conservative values and she does not and she and she rails against uh, liberals for being too much in lockstep like they no, they don't allow anyone to step out of line and say hey well isn't this kind of hypocritical what we're saying and that's how people like uh, uh, Weinstein Harvey Weinstein got as far as he did in the party people nobody was saying anything or people were saying pe- things and people weren't listening and people 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 so people that's all Mona Charon did mention too how she got an Uber oh but the, there were like these three security guards as I mentioned on the last show that were hey do you uh are you how are you, how are you leaving Miss Miss Charon and he, she's like well I'm taking an Uber have you ordered the Uber order the Uber now Miss Charon okay sure Oh, wait, I left my jacket in the green room. Okay, all right. Uh, Agent 45, can you go get the jacket? And she said there was some commotion about getting her jacket out. The security detail, we're talking to other security detail to get the thing, to, to get the jacket out. And then she's outside and people are giving her high fives, like thumbs up, like good job. Even though she spoke out and called the BS and then she's almost getting into the Uber and she didn't say who specifically it was, but it was someone on the panel. And by the way it sounded, I am assuming, which is never a good thing, but just ex- extracting from what she was talking about, it sounds like Kel- Kelsey Harkness walked up to her and said, you were so brave up there. It sounds like something, just the manner at which Mon- Mona didn't say her name on the podcast, but so maybe that's something good. and. Good on Kelsey Harkness and good on that expression, good on you, which I love that expression, good on you. Look, a bunch of good just fell on top of you. Ew, what is that stuff? That's called good falling on you. Neil Young said, uh, Google has anything but a heart of gold when it comes to compensating artists. He vented on Google and other tech companies in a post published by Neil Young archives This happened at, I'm sorry Whenever I say the word Neil Young I put myself to sleep Just I know A great artist Keep on rocking in the free world And all that And Harvest was a great album it, He puts me To freaking sleep now And oh yeah He rails against Monsanto And he had all the seeds on stage And he was making a comment And it, Whoa Yeah he, he's cool about that But just I'm Yeah. Uh, Neil Young. He vented though against. He said today in the age of Facebook, Google and Amazon, it's hard to tell how a new and growing musician musical artist could make it in the way we did. The tech giants have figured out a way to use all the great music of everyone from all time without reporting an artist numbers of plays. Or playing a bleeping or paying a bleeping cent to the musicians. Aren't they great companies? It makes you wonder where the next generation of artists will come from. How will they survive? 
And so he went on and on and So now back to Harvey Weinstein uh, He is big. The Weinstein company has Declared bankruptcy um, After the sexual harassment scandal That has engulfed the beleaguered firm And so good for that There's a Toyota Hyundai recall uh, roughly 110,000 vehicles Toyota and Hyundai have recalled uh, A combined 110,000 trucks And sport utility vehicles Including the 2018 Toyota Tundra And Sequoia And the 2018 Hyundai Santa Fe And Santa Fe Sport There was Uber and Lyft congestion Studies are increasingly clear Uber, Lyft, Congest cities Yes They've done the opposite of what we thought they would do One promise of ride hailing companies Like Uber and Lyft Was fewer cars clogging city streets But studies suggest the opposite That ride hailing companies Are pulling riders off buses Subway bicycles And other And putting and their own feet And putting them in cars instead Yeah that makes sense well, we were supposed to get away from being a car culture Wasn't that the whole promise of good public transportation? Oh, it'll whisk you away As I was per usually doing I was watching a, a Disney, a thing on Disney I'm just fascinated by Disneyland And how that was made And why it turned out the way it did And how it has lived all these years And you know, the monorail wasn't built till later uh, It was not there the... Debut in 1955 It was some He had like a train That looked like a rocket ship Kind of thing In the in the beginning But then he Saw A monorail system in Europe And loved it And Disney said We gotta put that in here And the monorail From you know it, He had thoughts I have heard this th- I don't know if this is true or not But I had heard That he had wanted to put it down The 405 in California Have one just take People Shuttle them from Like the San Fernando Valley It He had to When he was building Disneyland He had people fly From Burbank Burbank Airport Down to the uh, What's called The John Wayne Airport now I believe that it's The Orange County Airport And then people Would have to drive From the Orange County Airport Up to where Disneyland is Which if you know Your Southern California That's just Create You could have just Driven down to Disneyland Faster and a lot of his employees did But he was like, no, 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 I'll fly you down And and people, he goes If I fly you down Then you know you, you can work on the plane And that he was thinking of that Back in the 50s But the monorail I've always been fascinated by public transportation Like that When I moved to the Bay Area I was all excited about BART I was very pro-BART And then after riding BART A bunch of times I realized it's crap And it stinks a pot And I hate it so it, it went bad It went south Public transportation in the Bay Area is crap Then I go to visit Portland And Portland has got some nice clean public transportation From what I saw Now I might, I might have been there on a good day Where everything was shined up But no I don't know But people are in cars now A service by Uber called Express Pool Now is seen as directly competing with mass transit Uber and Lyft argue that in Boston, for instance, they complement public transit by connecting riders to hubs 
like Logan Airport and South Station, but they have not released their own specific data about rides, leaving studies up to outside researchers. I didn't even say what the podcast picture was today. I apologize. The podcast picture was as I was walking Basil the Boxer. He is not in this picture, however, but it is of Lake Chabot in Podcastro Valley. And this is yesterday. And I sadly had to come to the realization yesterday that I just can't go on this one route that I used to with Basil anymore. It's too much on his joints. Um, he, I can't really walk him on hard asphalt. Well, they got this, these really... These, these sidewalks around Lake Chabot that take you around Lake Chabot Boulevard where the, the asphalt is very... It's like got bits of broken glass in it from all the drunks that like to park along the side of Lake Chabot Boulevard and throw their beer bottles. I don't know what's going on, but there's like little tiny bits of glass and it just when Basil's walking on it, it looks like he's very uncomfortable and we go really far in this one route that we do and I just have to scale it back because Basil's getting up there. He'll be 10 this year. So that was a bit sad, but I think also at the same time, you know, we all get older and it's just a fact of life. But uh, the Florida students are returning to school and that is in the news. Uh, there was also a really good show on the daily and, and just, I guess you can find it on YouTube the comments that were made by the students and just you know some some of them said hey i am for the second amendment but i just the i a friend of mine you know friends of mine died and this has to change and trump said today as he spoke to governors today that that is his top priority right now we'll see Maybe it's also the redacted Democrat memo, which I won't get into on today's show because we got to go outside on ca- of cafe. Anyway, we're bringing Mike's Daily Podcast somewhere in Podcastro Valley. There's so much to do today. So much to talk about this week. And we'll get to it. I'll try not to be crooked. Uh, I try to be as, as uh, straight laced, as it were. Laced? Hmm. I don't think I've ever been laced. Maybe I was. That's an interesting thought to ponder. But next show, we will have the wonderful Benita, the disgruntled fiddle player, and the brewmaster. Enjoy your day because it's raining in the Bay Area. And it's exciting because there's a little bit of rain and we haven't had much of it. And I don't know why I even care because after all the rain last year, I pretty much kept, I don't care anymore about rain. I've seen it, I'm done with it. You know, that sort of th- Do you know how that is? <laughs> As a friend of mine likes to say over and over. Do you know how that is? Nah, I, I got an inkling. Mike's Daily Podcast is written and produced and performed by Mike Matthews. His podcast is super easy to find. Download or listen to his show and read his blog at mikesdailypodcast.com. Email Mike now at mikesdailypodcast at gmail.com. See you tomorrow. Bye.